Somebody say I will live long. Say in the name of Jesus. It is not possible that I die premature. In the name of Jesus. If the Lord tarries, I will live to a good old age. I'll live to 80. I'll live to 100. I'll live to 110. I'll live to 120. The thing is reducing little by little. (laughs) Praise God. I plan to live to 120, not beyond that. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Let's call this wisdom for living in health. Wisdom. Wisdom for living in health. I, uh, the message I took on Sunday, um, I didn't know what to title it, so I titled it um, 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 Living on the Cutting Edge of Life or something. Uh, but I was talking about two powerful forces that, uh, that each one of them is f- so formidable on its own. And then by the time you combine both of them, they are, and those are the forces of wisdom and the forces of faith. The force of wisdom, sorry, and the force of faith. The force of wisdom and the force of faith. Wisdom on its own is so, it's so powerful. Bible says that a wise man scaled this a, a, a mighty city. The Bible says that 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 the wisdom of a man strengthened him more than ten men in the city. Wisdom strengthens. Wisdom makes you literally invincible in life. So the Bible talks. Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, and then it encourages that in all you're getting, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get what understanding. And then we know faith. If you are in elevation church, you will know about faith. Do you know about faith? Faith is formidable. Faith is formidable. Faith is formidable. Faith is the reason why we are overcomers. Whatsoever is born of God has done what? Overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our what? Faith. We found those two forces extremely functional in Jesus. And that's what made him completely invisible. Jesus was invincible. Uh, uh, sometimes he spoke and Bible says the people were astonished at his wisdom. Ah! We read from Luke 20 from verse 20 down on, on Sunday. And the people, as I was sharing, uh, some people had never seen that in the Bible. There was this day that the Pharisees decided they would take Jesus down. And then uh, the Sadducees on their own, I don't think they had a meeting, said, this day will finish him. So it was the Pharisees who came first. And they asked him that powerful question, um, a coin. He said, whose uh, image is on it? They said, Caesar, give to Caesar. What is Caesar's? Give to God. What is God? The Bible says they could not take hold of him. They, they held their peace and went their way. The Bible says when the Sadducees heard that he had silenced the Pharisees, they came. They said one man married a wife, died. Another one, the brother married, married the same woman till seven sons married the same woman and then all died. Jesus must have said, you people think I'm a fool. <laughs> if you are the father of all those seven boys, you allow them to be marrying the same woman, wouldn't you conclude that it's the woman killing them? He said, you people don't know anything. You don't know anything. In the spirit, they don't marry. There's neither male nor what? Nor female. The Sadducees shut up their mouth and went their way. So Jesus' wisdom was astonishing and so was his faith. 
when he rebuked the, 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 the storm, Bible says his disciples marveled. What manner of man is this? That's why he was that invincible. So I came to tell you. So the course of this month, I know you'll talk about maybe divine healing, working in divine health. You talk about the faith aspects. I came to help you with the wisdom aspect this evening. Is that okay? So that you will be formidable in living in health in the name of Jesus. Let's open our Bibles for sake of time to Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse. Why do the people of God fall sick? What are the causes of ill health? What are the causes? Okay, thank you. I got it. Thank you. What are the causes of ill health? Uncleanliness. Uncleanliness. Unhealthy eating. Overwork. Why do people fall sick? Stress. Toxin overload. Inadequate physical activity, sedentary living, sedentary lifestyle. And then some other sins. Notice I said other sins because all these are also sins against our body. Some other sins against our body, our mind, our spirit. These are the reasons people fall sick. Out of all these ones, I will talk on about two or three. Let's start with unhealthy eating. 90% or over of sicknesses and diseases will be eliminated if we eat right. If you and I eat right, 90% plus of sicknesses and diseases will be eliminated if we eat right. Many don't eat right. Especially in our generation, it's getting worse and worse with each passing day. We don't eat right. Diseases like um, many diseases, they will not literally. They before you know it, they will become almost unheard of. They will become almost extinct. All right. So because of not eating right, because of unhealthy eating. That's why many fall sick. And I want you to listen to what we are going to say this evening. Literally, what I want to say now, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. If you get a hold on what we are going to discuss in the next few minutes, you can literally add 20, 30, 40 years to your lifespan. Literally. That's if you, if you, if you implement a change now where you would have lived up to before you become disembodied. Let's not use bad word on the altar. Praise God. <laughs> what, where you would have lived up to if you continued living like this, like you are living your life now. I mean, you will add some 20, 30, 40 years to it before you eventually become disembodied. Praise the Lord. So, let's look at a few aspects of living or eating healthy. The first aspect in which we eat unhealthily is by inadequate intake of water. 
inadequate intake of water. Let's read from that Deuteronomy chapter 8, 7 to 8. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Somebody say a good land. A land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. A land of olive oil and honey, wherein you shall eat bread, verse 9, without scarcity, that you shall lack anything in it. Okay, let's stop there. Many years ago, God showed me this scripture and God told me, he said, if I was bringing them into this land that had all these things, I was indirectly giving them a menu list. God brought them into this land that had all these things. And he said indirectly, he was giving them a menu list. He was, he, he, he was already telling them what he wanted them to live on. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Okay, so let's take it one by one. So they have their menu list there. The children of Israel had their menu list. They had what God wanted them to live on, to survive on, to, to use to, to make up their staple foods. The first one is water. He said he was bringing them into a land of fountains and brooks of water. One, the first way in which we sin in our eating habit is inadequate intake of water. And I know somebody will commonize it. But hear me out first. Many of the complaints we have in our body are actually complaints that are traceable to chronic dehydration. Dehydration means lack of adequate hydration or of water in your body. An adult is supposed to take at least two, two to three. Is there a bottle of water in the house anywhere? Okay, can somebody show it? All right, raise it up. Let's let's see. Look here, look here in front. This is how many liters of water? 0.75 liter. You are supposed to take three. Is it two or three or no? Three to four of these daily. I, you, you, everywhere I say it, that's the response I get. Many people sin against their body in, in, in intake of water. Many don't take adequate water. Some don't finish this in a day. Some don't finish two in a day. And as such, over a long haul, we become chronically dehydrated. And it will amaze you some of the things that have been um, uh, um, troubling you that, are, that will disappear if you start taking adequate water. Somebody help me. A reverend gentleman was watching in Umwahia, Abia State, some time ago. And then he called me. He said he had had Praise God. Sorry, the, the, the technology they gave me is confusing me, so I, I'm using my own technology. Amen. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. <laughs> All right. 18 months, a year and six, a year and six months. 
He said he had treated malaria severally. The thing would not stop. Then he treated typhoid severally. The thing would not go. So he resigned himself to faith. And then he was watching me one day and I was talking about adequate water. And so he said, I will try what this man is saying. So he said, uh, doctor, I must, I must confess, I overdid it the first few, two days. Because I was taking five liters of water first two days. He said, and I was surprised. Okay, what he had had was something, the fever along with a pain on this side of his head for 18 months. He said, in two days, this pain disappeared. So he said, uh, it's a lie. I will watch it. He was calling me 14 days later. Uh, he said, as I am telling, calling you, sir, talking to you, sir, that pain had not come back. Pain, right-sided, unexplainable pain for 18 months. Two days of taking adequate water, it disappeared. What some of us call malaria, you keep treating malaria. Some people here, a couple of persons maybe even be here, you treat malaria every month. And you are wondering, mosquito doesn't bite me. Now manage, I'm always having malaria. You start taking adequate water and you'll see some of those nonsense disappear. No, I'm not, I'm not praying for you. I'm telling you what will happen to you. <laughs> praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, you feel lethargy. You don't feel up to, up to, you feel like going back to sleep. Sometimes it's chronic dehydration. Some ulcers will actually disappear. Will disappear. Because it's chronic dehydration, it came about because of chronic dehydration. The first DLA we had, I facilitate personal health management DLA. The first one we had, um, somebody was in the crowd listening. And he said he had had what you call allergic rhinitis. It is an allergic condition in which you itch in your nose, in your ears, in your throat. So you catch such people do things like <clears throat> if you are the one who does it, just look straight. Nobody will know. <laughs> and then he started taking water. He said in few days it disappeared. He said all his life he had had that thing and he had become used to it. The thing disappeared. So I was saying that testimony in the studio while recording one, some of these programs. And the cameraman, like this man, who was uh, covering the, 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 the event, uh, said, ah, I have this thing the man, this man just talked about. He too started taking water. His allergic rhinitis disappeared. Some of the itching in the eyes that you have literally will respond to water. The Bible calls it the water of life. Bible says, and, and, and in the, I, don't, I can't remember if it was Ezekiel now or Revelation. Bible says, and he opened my eyes and I saw the river of life flowing. He said, and whatever it touched came back to life. Water is a, is, is a, it carries the life of God. Am I communicating? As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit told me one day. He said, in places where they bless water with uh, gallons of water and then they bless them, they go and drink it. The Holy Spirit said, many are not denying the power of God. Uh, am I communicating by what I want to say now? But he said, many of the healings that take place there actually are because the people start taking water unconsciously. <laughs> it sounds funny to you. Listen to me. Start taking, when you get home, make it a discipline. This is May 21st, 
take adequate water, two to three liters daily till May 31st, you will see some changes in your life. In your body, literally, I'm not prophesying. And then come and share the testimony. In DLA, we always have testimonies. Some, one of the recent ones we had, it was the very next day. One guy had had waist pain for several months. He said, when he had me, he started practicalizing it. He said the next day, he woke up without that pain. Somebody say water. Say the water of life. Praise God. Okay, so he said, our God, he said, and God is bringing you, let's go back to verse 8, a land of wheat and barley. Somebody say wheat and barley. Say it again, wheat and barley. You want to, you, you're about to discover some very powerful things about the God you serve that you didn't know before. Before scientists and dietitians and dietitians and nutritionists knew about carbohydrates, fats, and oil, God knew about it. So God said, where you are going, you will need energy, and I recommend wheat and barley, which is what carbohydrates serve. God said, go for grains. Glory to Jesus. I said glory to Jesus. Go for cereals. Now, in our parts of the world, we really, really sin against this one. Because we also, we get our own mainstay of carbohydrates, not from wheat, barley, and uh, related foods, but tubers. Pounded yam. Apple. Help me. Which other ones? Eba, Gari. If you are from Delta State like I am, I'm Delta Ibo, we actually pound cassava with yam. So tuba plus tuba, tubology. <laughs> six to six. You take it 6 a.m., you don't need any other thing to 6 p.m. Maybe that's why they suggest that we are agile, kutama mummy. You just take it and you are off. Now listen to this. Listen to this. Those things are heavy carbohydrates and they are very potent in knocking out the, 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 the pancreas after some time. Time will not permit me. You really need to get some of those DVDs. It will explain better. But there's an organ in your body called the pancreas. Somebody say pancreas. To secrete an hormone called insulin. Say insulin. The job of your insulin is to take glucose. Now, let's do something. If all of us seated here are glucose molecules, and this is a cell. Okay, let me start all over again. This whole place is your, your, your blood. Am I communicating? And then, when you eat cassava, it is broken down to glucose and it is assimilated into your blood. Somebody say into my blood. So every person seated now is, represents a glucose molecule. However, glucose is not useful to you till it has been assimilated or 
drawn in into your cell, which is this area. Are you still following me? Okay? But there's a problem. The problem is that glucose does not have the power, man of God, sir, does not have the power to walk by itself into the cell where it is really needed, where it is, it is converted to energy. In biology, you remember there were, inside the cell, if you cast back your mind, there was something called the mitochondria, you remember, in which, where energy was released. Glucose calls, what did your pastor say? Say they do. <laughs> Somebody say, I remember. Even if you don't remember, say, I remember by faith. The glucose, when it enters this cell, it, it enters the mitochondria, Mitochondria, and then the mitochondria breaks it down and releases energy. And then you say, hey, I can go back to work. That's how it works in your body. Are you still following? Remember, the glucose does not have power to go from the bloodstream into the cell, to cross the blood cell barrier. Are you still following? It needs a certain gentleman called insulin hormone to escort it like I escorted that pastor and I'm escorting pastor T. Praise God. So I am insulin hormone. Are you getting it? Now, I am released by the organ called pancreas. Are you getting me? If my pancreas, if a person's pancreas has problems, the pancreas will either begin to secrete sickly insulins or inadequate insulins. So before you know it, the person eats, all the glucose rushes into the bloodstream. They stay there. They are never able to cross this blood cell barrier into the cell. Am I communicating? So this person has plenty of glucose in his blood, but is lacking glucose in the cell where it is needed. So he's always hungry, just finished eating, but he's still feeling hungry. Because until the glucose gets into the cell, your, your, your body does not tell itself that it is full. Am I communicating? What I'm painting right now is actually what is, happens in diabetes. So somebody goes to the lab, they take it. However, he's weak. He can't run. When everybody is running, he can't run. He, he feels like sleeping because glucose is not being translated into energy in his cell. Reason, he either has sickly insulin or inadequate insulin. If you are getting me, say, I get you. Say, I get you once again. Now, what, thank you, put your hands together for your pastors. What could be the reason for a sickly pancreas that is now producing sickly insulin or inadequate insulin. One of the things that could knock out the pancreas is our heavy carbohydrates. We call them hyperglycemic carbohydrates. I'll just explain what it means and I'll run off. I don't have your, I don't have time to really explain much this evening. The reason, okay, why do we call them hyper, what is an hyperglycemic carbohydrates? Hyperglycemic, if for example, they ask all of us to go out and then to come in again, we could do it several ways. We could go out and then everybody will be coming one by one. Okay? Remember we are glucose molecules. Hypoglycemic carbohydrates are carbohydrates 
that when you eat them, it releases glucose molecules into your blood in trickles. Are you getting it? Moderate glycemic carbohydrates release glucose into your blood, not in trickles, but not in a rush. Are you getting it? Hyperglycemic carbohydrates run in this room. We can still go out without anybody being hot. But if all of us decide to rush, that door will be broken down. Many people will be wounded. Am I communicating? Same way, when you eat hyperglycemic carbohydrates, it rushes glucose into your bloodstream. So your pancreas says, ah, how many? The, the pancreas becomes overworked. The pancreas begins to run up and down to release a lot of glucose, release a lot of glucose. And then after like, yes, there's a shock. Then after like four hours, all the glucoses, sorry, permit me. <laughs> all the glucoses have been taken care of. The pancreas is resting. However, if you are such that you delight in eating hyperglycemic food, fast later, but your pancreas starts running up and down. That's how some people's pancreas live. Every four hours, they run up and down. <laughs> I served in a, in, okay, let me not call the name, in one tribe in, in Benue State. And I saw a lot of Bad diabetes, 10 years old, 4 years diabetic patient, 14 years old, has had diabetes, 8 years, very bad. So I asked my medical officers, why are these people coming down with diabetes like this? They said it was because of their staple food. Guess what their staple food is? Pounded yam. I remember one time I went to see a, a, a friend, a male nurse in the village. Doctor, welcome, welcome. Uraba, uraba, uraba means welcome in their language. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So they, before long, I heard, bam, they were pounding, bam. So before long, somebody just brought one basia, one. <laughs> Your pastor will interpret it to you for you on Sunday. <laughs> Praise God. They brought it of pounded yam very high. So I calculated, like, if four other men join me, we'll be able to level this. But what surprised me was that after some moments, my friend walked in with his own portion. Ah! So I said, Moses, who is this? Ah, doctor, you have not started eating this year for you. Eat, eat, eat. Ah! So I said, go and tell the people who sent you that you did not meet me at home. Okay? Now, in those parts, they eat that like three or four times daily. So... Somebody will now be 10 years or maybe 20 years, 30 years, but his pancreas has done the work that normal pancreas is due in 70 years. If I buy myself and you buy a 5 kVA generator, same model, same day, same everything, brand new, and you use your own 18 hours a day, I use my own 3 hours a day. After one year, they will not know that your, your generator is one year old. Is that correct? Same way, some people are 40 years old, but their pancreas is 80 years old. The guy is 40 years old, real energetic, but his pancreas is following him. <laughs> That's what hyperglycemic carbohydrates do to you. So God said, go for wheat and what? Barley. Wheat and barley are moderate to low glycemic in nature parts of uh, 
the West and all that, or all that middle bed. Some people will ask me, are you saying we should not eat pounded yam again? I'm not saying so. It just depends how long do you want to live. And then if you really must eat it, reduce it. So go, go to the market, go to my 12, go to any market, go and grind, go and get whole wheat and grind it. Now, semo is wheat, but it is polished wheat. So it has lost some of the uh, advantages that wheat should have. Go to my 12, let them grind it for you. And then when you are eating it, you are eating life. Is that correct? Good. I think we should stop there. Are you blessed? So you, can you see diabetes running away from you now? In the name of Jesus. Okay. Okay. And then God told them, he said, not only that, not only wheat and barley, he said, I'm bringing you, okay, before we go on, let me quickly use the example, use the opportunity to talk about, we've talked about carbohydrates. When we're in elementary school, they talked taught us about carbohydrates, proteins, and fats and oil. Is that correct? Let's talk about proteins. Let's talk about proteins. Let's talk about, about proteins. I won't be able to talk about it from here, but let's talk about it. Genesis chapter 1 verse 29. Usually, the committee that invites people to churches don't encourage that they invite me after I preach there. Because uh, when I finish with them, they say this man doesn't want us to be eating anything again. But it's so that you can live long. Somebody said I will live long. Genesis talking to Adam. God created Adam and God gave him a menu. I've given you every herb. Somebody said every herb. Bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for what? Meat. God, Adam, God created Adam and God gave him a menu. Help that guy. (laughs) God created Adam and God gave him a menu that was strictly and completely vegetarian. Time will not permit me. If you read that book on Hallelujah Dead, you understand better. Your constitution as a human is not created to, to cleverly handle flesh. God didn't create our bodies to cleverly handle flesh. Our, our body, our makeup is different from the makeup of lions and tigers, canine animals. Their bodies are made to handle flesh. Our bodies are more towards the bodies of... of I'm not saying that we are from that place. So, am I communicating? True. If you read that book, you'll see it there. You'll see it there. Okay? But what I'm saying is this. God didn't create your body to adequately, cleverly be able to handle flesh. So, God gave Adam and Eve a menu consisting strictly of vegetables and fruits. No flesh. It was not until Genesis chapter 9 verse 3 that Noah could add flesh to his menu. God said, every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you, even as the green herb has by giving it to you. Mankind lived on street vegetarian diet between Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 9. When you get home, study your Bible very well. 
and you heard things like, and he was 500 years old, and he begat. He was, no, 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 no. You see, we cel- listen, we celebrate a- the miracle that Abraham impregnated his wife at 100. Abraham's forefathers were impregnating their wives at 500 years. I can't remember. Lamech, the father of Noah, I think he was like 400 or 500 years old when he had Noah. Are you following me? Okay, you are quiet now. Okay, it's understandable. In Genesis chapter 6, God said, Ah, man, as his living law becomes increasingly wicked, so I will peg their days at 120. Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. It was after that Noah entered the ark. And then he came out of the ark. And God said, now you can eat flesh. <laughs> One that said, God, ah, you didn't have to do that. You are telling the man to come. Live up to 900 years. I said he could not eat any junk he likes. Did you hear what I said? And that junk was flesh. Write it in capital letter. Junk, flesh is junk to your body. Notice I'm saying flesh. I'm not saying meat. I'm not saying beef. I'm, not, I'm saying all flesh is junk to your body. Am I suggesting that you become a street vegetarian? No. Each time you are eating any form of flesh, just know that you are eating junk. So curtail it. This habit of entering a, uh, um, um, eat an eatery and say... Give me all chicken. Each old chicken you are eating, you are cutting short your life with... No, no, no. Literally. 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 People who love to eat meat don't live long. That won't permit me. Listen. Isaac said, and bring me venison such that as, as I what? Love. He meant he loved eating animals. Isaac, I think, he, I can't remember. Maybe he died at 130 or something. I can't remember. But he, he didn't live. He lived long, but his life was not qualitative. Bible says at the time when um, Jacob stole that blessing from him, that Isaac's sight was dim. Am I communicating? Abraham, his father, lived to 175 years old. Abraham was sound up until the day he died. Nearly blind. But that's not the only thing. If I put the, the skin of a goat on my hand now, listen to this, this is serious, and you close your eyes and I say, feel it. Will you mistake it for the skin of, no matter how hairy the person is, Isaac's nervous system had gone. Isaac did not have a nervous system. He couldn't feel anything. Is somebody following me? Time will not permit me. Daniel chapter 1, verse 10 to 11. Daniel said, give us pulse. King James says, pulse and water. New King James, or some other version says, vegetables and water alone. 
Daniel, quickly put it up, somebody. Daniel chapter 1, that should be around verse 12. And he said, try it, try us on vegetable and water alone for 10 days. And after 10 days, put another translation so that they can see it. After 10 days, Bible said they found them fairer and fatter than the other people. No other translation. Yes, give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. And after 10 days, ah, these guys were looking smoother and shinier than other people. So Bible says, so the, that guy who was supervising them left them. He took away the delicacies. People who live on delicacies, at the end of the day, he, in fact, make sure you buy that. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. Who is having cancer or all those debilitating diseases? Maybe your parent. Go get that book for them. Read it and let them start practicalizing it. 90% of the cases, if it has not gone too far, they will bounce back. You, you read. Go, to, go on the, the, the site of that, whatever. It's powerful. Summarily, you are not created to handle flesh well. If you eat fish now, seven days time, the fish you ate seven days ago, your body is still handling it. If you eat chicken now, 10 days later, your body has not recovered from the chicken you ate 10 days ago. If you eat um, beef, 14 days. If you eat pork, one month later, <laughs> your body is... <laughs> and then, look at you. You are eating it every day. So the body will be complaining. The one you gave me to do since one month, I've not finished it. You're eating. I'll be eating. Be eating. Two of us will soon, will soon disappear from here. <laughs> Somebody said the devil is a liar. You will live long. In the name of Jesus. So what flesh should we be eating? <laughs> Mushrooms. Yes, they are vegetables, but they sound like, they feel like uh, flesh in your mouth. Mush- <laughs> but more is flesh. <laughs> Drastically. Are you getting it? Enough about proteins. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Okay. We'll talk about some more before we talk about uh, fats. Are you still in Deuteronomy chapter 8? Verse uh, what now? That's this verse 8. A land of vines and figs and pomegranates. Somebody say vegetables and fruits. Say it once again. By what we just said now, I don't need to elaborate too much on vegetables and fruits. God put everything that man's body needs, the healing, the medicine, everything that man's body needs inside vegetables and fruits. He said, be eating this one. You will live long on it. Sickness will not come on you. If sickness surfaces, eating it will heal you. But our generation, especially present-day generation, we have gone further and further and further and further away from the garden. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
If I get <laughs> Praise God. Man has gone away further and further and further away from the garden. So let me tell somebody, go back to the garden. Say it to another person entirely. Go back to the garden. Let me summarize Alleluia diet. Three, according to Alleluia diet, anything that has head, don't eat it. That's if it is a flesh. And then secondly, feast on, base your, base your eating, your menus around vegetables. Things that grow from the soil. That's what your body is made from. Many years ago, Miles Muro brought a powerful revelation. It said God made fish from water and God put fish in water to survive on water. Is that correct? God made your body from where? Soil. God means that you survive on soil. Things that come directly from soil. Am I communicating? That's what will sustain your body. That's what will sustain your body. That's what will sustain your body. Now, are we still together? Somebody's time stay here. So vegetables and fruits. They contain a whole lot of things. Multivitamins, supplements, um, nutritional resources that will benefit your body. That will not permit us to go into it. The cabbage, the lettuce, the fruits, the carrot. Carrot is a wonder fruit or wonder vegetable. Especially if you can juice it. Buy a good Philips juicer and juice, juice carrot. As you are taking, literally, the the. Um, whatever from carrot, the juice from carrot, you will feel life coming back in. And then he talked about, he talked about, um, where is it now? A land of olive oil. Somebody say olive oil. Say it one more time. That's talking about fat. So I told you God knew about proteins. God knew about carbohydrates. God is addressing olive oil now. There are good oils and there are bad oils. How do you know a bad oil? Any oil that on standing congeals is bad oil. You use it this evening, you place it on the shelf in the kitchen, by the time you come in the morning, it has congealed. Or like we say, it has slept. <laughs> bad oil. Can somebody remember one oil like that? Palm oil. Palm oil is a very bad oil. Oh Yes. Very bad oil. One stroke occurs three times more in Africans than in Caucasians. Stroke. Three times more. And I think it is not too far removed from intake of palm oil. Any oil that on stand, that solidifies is bad oil. So let's bring it nearer home. Margarine. Oh yeah, now help me. Huh? No, now let, let's do deal with solid, solid butter. So if you are the type, okay, this is this is lucky they don't do it here. But somewhere in uh, in in mainland, some person will see somebody selling uh, agege bread. Ah, agege bread, come, put it down. Please cut me bread of fifty naira, and then help me put butter of twelve to death. 
with each each time he does that, he removes a, a good chunk of his days and he donates it to death. Am I communicating? What are good oils? Olive oil. Olive oil doesn't taste well anyway. It doesn't taste well, but it's good oil. Flaxseed oil. Write it down. Ground nut oil. You know, we call every Ororo granite oil. It's not the same. There are oils that are called ground nut oil. You can smell ground nut in it. We don't have plenty of them. We used to have it when we had the granite pyramid. Are we together? Soya oil. Oil from soya beans is good oil. A couple of years ago, my wife went to Jerusalem. She went to become a JP. So, <laughs> so she bought original olive oil. So I said, this thing I've been teaching self, let me test it. I took it. It was made, it, it was inside a plastic can and I threw it inside the freezer. After two days, man of God, the viscosity of the oil had reduced. It had become thickened, but it was still flowing. Unlike the palm oil that you just put on the shelf, room temperature, and before you, by the time you come in the morning, you have to use it to run out to, you have to. (laughs) That devil is a liar. We bind stroke. We bind cardiac arrest. In the name of Jesus, premature death is not my portion. Glory to God. And then he said, and honey. Still that verse, verse 9, verse 8. And honey. Somebody say honey. God knew they would need to sweeten food from time to time. So God said, honey is it. Help me tell somebody honey is it. Honey is a natural sweetener. But technology came along and said, to hell with honey. Let us make something for us. Synthesize anything synthesized. As you are taking it into your body, the person, it is synthesizing the person's destiny. Anything. That's why anything uh, polished or prepared, canned, uh, or even if, if they take the vegetable we're talking about and then they put it inside a can, that's ready to, anything ready to eat, it's not good. Am I communicating? Because they have uh, processed it they have removed the good parts of it. They have added chemicals, uh, um, um, preservatives and all that. Sometimes um, 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 colorings, flavorings, all kinds of things. As you are taking it, you are taking chemicals into your body. I remember something now. Please stop going to eatery and finish one chicken. Oh. Man of God, sir. I heard recently and the thing jolted me. Some of the chicken we eat now, some of them are just nine weeks old. Chicken. All this native chicken. Some of our chicken were not ready to eat till like two years. Nine weeks from egg to table. Then I heard another one that shocked me. They said they have even further developed the technology till... Within one week now, 
a, an egg could have become a table-sized chicken. One week, seven days. What were they pumping into the body all the while? Chemicals, growth hormones, fats, fat, fat. So if you sit down, you are finishing one. It's, it's the same thing as going home, taking a bottle of uh, uh, cholesterol and just, you are just drinking it. <laughs> Am I communicating? Grill your chickens if you must eat them. At least you remove some of the fats. Is that okay? And then back to honey, 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 honey. So we synthesize sugar. And then somebody sits down. One bottle of soft drink. Eight cubes of sugar. I've, I've not been able to research what the one we call a robot. Do you, you remember? <laughs> Permit me, praise God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Eight cubes of sugar. So if you sit down and then you are gisting with somebody and you take one, you take two, you take three, you take four, you take five. And somebody who opens packet of St. Louis, one, come on, come on. two. You ask him, do you want to kill yourself? The next time somebody takes one bottle of coke, one, two, one, three, with bottle of something, ask the person, do you want to kill yourself? Because it's the same thing they are doing. Am I communicating? Someone said, what about uh, five this one? Five that one? Five that one? Uh, this one, this one? All of them uh, contain sugars. Well, maybe they are making some now that they say it doesn't contain any whatever. Uh, we don't know whether to believe it or not. Stay away from sugars. The cakes of this world. Stay away from it. Sugars are takers. The way you are looking at me... <laughs> Sugars are takers. Sugar kills. Sugar will give to you with one hand and collect from you with ten hands. Are we still together? So somebody say in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to eat right. I receive grace to remove from my table and from my life anything that is dangerous to my long life in the name of Jesus. So eat well. And then avoid stress. Avoid what? Stress. Legation, find time to rest. Seven hours, very quickly, weekly basis, rest on a daily basis. When you get home now, rest. Don't go on the internet. And then 4 a.m., you are still walking. You sleep 30 minutes. One hour later, you're on the way. That's not how to live life. Some people want to walk 25 hours in one day. They want to, they want to show that they can walk other than God. If you read your Bible, the Bible says, and God, and the evening and the morning was the first day. Every time it was evening, God went to rest. Did you see that? God didn't continue to create all night long. It was for precedence's sake. This civilization, 
that's trying to take night away from us will continue to shorten the destinies and the life of many. Am I communicating? Night is for sleeping. An adult that will be healthy needs five to eight solid hours of fruitful sleep to continue to be healthy. Am I communicating? So rest. Somebody say I will rest. Mark chapter 6, 31. Quickly, throw it up. Mark 6, 31. Mark 6, 31. Quickly. Jesus, can we read it together? I want to go 31 and 32. And he said, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and do what? Rest a while. For there were many coming and going that they did not have even enough time to do what? Stop that. Go, 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 go. Everybody come and rest. Help me tell your neighbor you need rest. Find time to rest daily. Find time to rest weekly. Find time to rest yearly. Go on, on vacations. Don't allow your boss to monetize your, your leave. No matter how much they want to give you, tell them you don't need it. Somebody can swallow that. They monetize your own leave. Himself and his wife are trunking about from one corner of the world resting. Summer now. Everybody, they will travel and then you'll be walking, walking, walking. When the man returns, since you have returned, I want to go on my own. Am I communicating? Rest is good for you. Okay, some good examples I used to use. I'm careful to use them here because this is lucky, but I'll use it all the same. Have you ever been sat near a an Okada, that's a bike that had been riding all day, and somebody parked it, and then you sat there for like one hour beside it, when they just finished parking it. Anybody? You'll be hearing a sound from that Okada, from that bike, from time to time. What, what sound is it? You'll hear Kang. After 10 minutes, you'll hear Kang. After 10 minutes, you'll hear what is happening? All the body parts that had expanded by reason of the walk are now contracting back to normal. Close your eyes, you rest, you sleep, your body returns to normal. Okay? The next hour, recreate, find time to recreate yourself, find time for recreation. What is it that you love doing? If it is singing, if it is uh, window shopping, if it is really sh- real shopping, if it is... Um... No, window shopping is fake shopping now. So, the, uh, some people... Whatever it is you love doing that brings you pleasure. My brother, what is it that makes you happy doing it? Singing. Find time to sing. There are many people who are singing on campus, who were singing. They love singing. But they came out, they took up a job, and the job took singing ministry from them. Well, I don't know how you are going to do it. But if you love, and then when the choir is singing, you're on his seat. (laughs) Sister, let's hear what. She loves singing. Go and join them and sing. I love being comical. 
entertaining and entertaining people. It's obvious. So from time to time, I will slot in Mr. Bean. Or Mr. Bone. You remember Mr. Bone? Particularly that aspect where he was greeting the black man. And then he slapped the black man. That's why he slapped me. That's how we greet in our village. So no problem. The black man, the next morning, the guy said, Ah, Mr. Bone! Ah! <laughs> you... Did you hear the word? Recreation. Recreation recreates you. Rejuvenates you. Some and then next hour, relaxation. Relaxation is different from recreation. While you are walking, some people walk as if to say the work will finish today. Work never finishes. Especially in the traffic. When we close down, some people will hit traffic going back to Aja. Inside the traffic, recreate your, relax. Because you can't abandon your car there. You can't carry your car on your head. You cannot disappear and then command your car to meet you at home. Why not enjoy the traffic? Put your, your, your pastor's uh, uh, tape and be listening or put some good music and just enjoy yourself. Don't be like that um, uh, bus conductor. Have, have you ever been unfortunate to be followed by a, a, a commuter bus and then you were in traffic? Maybe you were running late for an, uh, a, an appointment. So you decided to send a test. I'm in a bad traffic. I will be running late. And then while you were doing that, you didn't know that the line had moved a couple of feet. What would the commuter man say? Oh, no! no, no. That's an example of somebody who doesn't know how to relax. Because you guys are caught in that traffic for that, for real, for that time. Let him fume, let him shout all the shouts. It will not make the traffic to move. That's my idea of, so while you are walking, getting things, somebody say, I will relax. Say it once again. Say it once again. Relax, relax. Help me tell somebody, Relax. Say to another person, relax. Next hour, run from the stressor if possible. Or remove the stressor if possible. There are some things that stress us. If you are able to pinpoint it, remove it. If it is a work stressing you, you may need to change that job. Maybe take on a job that, is, that pays even lower. It's better for you to live long than to die on a job you are not enjoying. Am I communicating? Is somebody following me? But if you are in a stressful marriage, you can't run away from the marriage. <laughs> so you will meet the pastors, they will be supporting you with prayer. Prayer of fortitude. <laughs> Praise God. But there are some things you can run away from. If it is your landlord stressing you, try and move out from that. Instead of, I will show you that I'm a Christian. I, it, you think I will leave this house for you? Yeah, you have to leave the house for me. You are not. <laughs> you know the one. I will show you. I will show you. Stop using your anointing for unnecessary things. Use your faith to believe God for your own accommodation, and then have peace. Glory to Jesus. Next hour, rest in the Lord. Learn to commit things to God and just relax in God. Learn to sleep the sleep of faith. What do I mean the sleep of faith? 
Jesus was in the inner boat. It's the sleep of faith. I don't believe that the ship he was in was um, as big as the Titanic that he couldn't feel the, the shake and all that. I don't believe so. Knowing that technology in those days didn't have plenty of big ships, he must have been throwing around. As if, as he must have been hearing Peter's voice. Because the Bible didn't say they beat him, beat him, and poured water on him before he woke up. So he wasn't slumbering. He was just in the sleep of faith. Acts chapter 12. The Bible says they caught James and Peter, put them in the prison, and then they had killed James. And on the morrow, they were supposed to kill Peter. Bible says Peter was between two soldiers sleeping. What kind of sleep is that? Sleep of faith. Entering into God's rest. Be not anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall garrison your heart through Christ Jesus. Listen. There are some things you can't change by fretting. In fact, fretting never changes anything for good. Which of you by fretting can add air? Fretting can only cause your air to start falling off. Glory to God. Why, you, why do you have to fret for it? If you could change it, should I, if I wanted, if this thing is making me uncomfortable it's, uh, by its position now and I want to change it, I don't need to fret it. I have the grace to push it and change and, and remove it. Glory to God. If you could change it for it, am I communicating? And so uh, uh, enjoy the fitting. Don't don't fret. This year is the most peaceful year you ever lived. Amen. I'm not hearing somebody say amen. amen. I am not hearing somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say I've entered into rest. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. Never again. Will I permit anything to stress me in the name of Jesus? Lastly, last hour, get a refill. There are multivitamin supplements that help you stand up to stress better. Beco stress, write it. Or stress pack. Check it out in a in, in pharmacy. Or stress pan M for men. Or stress pan F for females. They contain multi multivitamins and nutrients that help our body react better to stress. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. And then don't forget, try when there's something wrong in your body. It is not. Don't only faith add wisdom. Am I communicating? Add wisdom. Medicine is not lack of faith. What I'm, I taught you now is not lack of faith. It is the works of faith. Bible says faith without corresponding actions is what? Let me say it and I will close. It is not sensible faith to say lie like <laughs> That is foolishness. That's foolishness. Faith is cholesterol cannot, stroke cannot kill me, cardiac arrest can't kill me. And as such, you receive by faith, you faith yourself out of eating junk foods. 
Because all this is I'm saying, you somebody, some people will need faith to stop taking 10 bottles of soft drink in a day. You'll have to actually put it in, into a confession and be listening to it. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace. I deliver, I receive deliverance from, from soft drink in the name of Jesus. No, 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 no I'm, jo- I'm not joking. There are some people like that. That's faith. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. I was one of the days in, in the studio at Dove Television. Their, one of their top officers was hosting me that day. The lady that hosts me normally was not in. And I was sharing some of this thing. I don't remember which part I was making. Uh, and the man said, he, he, after when we went off air, he said that G.O., our father and the Lord, he had a boy, shared with them that he couldn't remember when he took anything colored, any water, any liquid colored last. In other words, call it soft, call it mud, call it alive, call it anything. He said that he couldn't remember when he took it last. That's faith. That's faith and corresponding action. That's why the man is in his 70s. He's still preaching. He actually, God actually used him to help us break a jeans. All the men of God that God used when they are approaching 60, bam, they will be cut off. Our pastor, my pastor and your pastor's pastor is his father in the faith. Dr. Edepo was coming around somewhere to preach. So he said, Sam, I will, I will pop into your house. I want to see your new house. So, Pastor prepared the Lord, prepared, you know, set the table for the great man of God. And then when Papa came, he just took fish and took vegetable. Ah, Papa, eat. We prepared it for you. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not into these things again. That's what he said. I am not into these things again. Then he told them, in fact, recently I went to buy a bicycle. So don't let your own faith be contrary. Praise God. (laughs) Add wisdom to your faith. If you are blessed, shout, I am blessed. Put your hands together for Jesus. Jesus.